Hi, I'm Scott Walker. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Freedom Fighters. Saturday is the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks on America. On September 11, 2001, radical Islamic terrorists targeted innocent people during attacks at the World Trade Center in New York, at the Pentagon nearing Washington, D.C., and on United Flight 93 over the fields of Pennsylvania. These attacks took the lives of 2,977 innocent people. It was the largest attack on American soil since Pearl Harbor. My wife, Tonette, had gone into work early that morning, so I was getting our sons, Matt and Alex, ready for school. Matt at the time was just seven, and Alex had just turned six at the end of July. We had just taken a family trip to Mount Rushmore a few weeks before that day. September 11th was a Tuesday morning that year. While the kids were eating breakfast, Tonette called and told me to turn on the television in the living room. I did. Peter Jennings from ABC News was talking about a plane that had hit one of the World Trade Center towers. At the time, we did not really fully understand what was happening. After watching for a few minutes, I, I got the kids into the car and dropped them off to school. Soon after, I joined up with my carpool and headed off to Madison. As we approached the Delafield exit along Interstate 94 in Wisconsin, I remember vividly the announcer saying that the South Tower had fallen to the ground. Each of us in the car looked at each other in total disbelief. How was that even possible? This had to be wrong. I remember not long after that, the North Tower came crashing down. We later learned on our travels about the attacks on the Pentagon and the final plan that was put down over a field in Pennsylvania by a group of heroic patriots. Today, all the students in our schools and many in our colleges were not even born on that day. All the more reason we must tell them what happened. And more importantly, we must remind them who did this to us and why they did it to us. Since 2003, Young America's Foundation has been hosting 9-11, Never Forget programs on campuses and schools all across America. At each location, YAF helps provide 2,977 flags to be placed in a public location on campus to honor the innocent lives lost that day. Telling young people what happened, who did it, and why they did it is more important now than ever before. You see, the recent disaster in Afghanistan is another vivid reminder of just how long terrorists will wait to impose damage and death on freedom-loving people. We, we must be vigilant. The radical Islamic terrorists who planned the attacks on 9-11, you see, they trained for years. They had precise plans and clear motives. They targeted the centers of freedom, political and economic freedom in America. As the 9-11 Memorial Museum site says, the terrorists did not have the capacity to destroy the United States military. So they set their sights on symbolic targets instead. The Twin Towers, as the centerpiece of the World Trade Center, symbolized globalization and America's economic power and prosperity. The Pentagon, as the headquarters for the United States Department of Defense, serves as the symbol of American military power. It is thought that Flight 93 was actually headed to the Capitol building in Washington, the center of American legislative government. Al-Qaeda hoped that by attacking these symbols of American power, they would promote widespread fear throughout the country and severely weaken the United States' standing in the world community, ultimately supporting their political and religious goals in the Middle East and within the Muslim world. 
Their goal was to strike terror in the hearts of Americans and our friends around the world. Well, their actions were horrific. The response from so many, so many here in America, was actually heroic. Firefighters, police officers, and other first responders immediately attended to those who were in need. Many of them, many of them ultimately lost their lives as the towers collapsed. In the days, weeks, months, and yes, even years that followed, many individuals signed up for the military to bring the fight to the terrorists around the world. Going back to that week of 9-11, I remember that Friday, the Friday that followed the 9-11 attacks, President George W. Bush asked all of us to go out on our front porch and light a candle. My wife that morning invited a few friends to join us when she dropped off the kids at school that morning. Much to our surprise, when we opened the door that evening, our, our front lawn was actually filled with families, children all over the place. And so we scrambled. We went inside and found a whole bunch of long candles and cut them up so that everyone would have a candle of their own. On that front lawn, we sang God Bless America, and we prayed. You see, United We Stand was more than just a slogan. As much as the Twin Towers coming down is a traumatic reminder, even today, of the terror we experienced that week, the images of our children holding flags and candles while singing and praying with freedom-loving people across the country and around the world is an image I want my children to forever remember. Yes, it's been 20 years, but I think back to those days like it was yesterday. We should remember those who lost their lives that day. You see, the, the best way to honor them, the best way to honor them is to ensure that this will never happen again. I'm Scott Walker. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep fighting for freedom.